Welcome to What's That About? We are probably about six months late to the party on this trend. Adult colouring in books. What are they about? about four months ago, I was becoming more and more aware of this adult colouring in trend. I thought, I'm going to give it a try for myself. I was a little bit sceptical. And I got the colouring book, got the pencils, started having a little bit of a colour. Bloody loved it. (laughs) I bloody loved it. There's something about it that I actually found very calming. Really? Yeah. Have you tried it? I have tried it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't really do it for me, to be honest. It just felt like I, like I was doing homework. I had flashbacks to when I was in kindergarten doing homework. <laughs> it is phenomenal how big this trend has become. It has exploded. Oh, it's like I can't turn on the TV or the go online without seeing an article about the trend of adult colouring in books. Yeah, it's just ballistic. Every every sort of in the top ten books on Amazon and in bookstores, they're all colouring in books. In the kids' top ten, Tolstoy, Hemingway, <laughs> Dostoevsky. It's the world's gone topsy turvy. Oh, they're great. <laughs> Tales of struggle. That's what the kids are into these days. <laughs> I did see a list the other day that was pretty much yeah six of the top ten for the year. Adult colouring in books. Yeah. Half the bookshop now is de- dedicated to adult colouring in books. Yeah. Ballistic. It is ballistic. Apparently, this originated in 2012 in France was when this started. And the trend there lasted a good three years. So, we're only early days, Don. We need to bunker down, get some supplies. This yeah. is going to go on for a while. Get some Durban pencils. Durban I think. pencils. <laughs> get some sharpness. Yeah. Some of those comical ones where it's like a mouse or something. Where oh, it's yeah, a little good. bit of novelty. Yeah, yeah. They're good. And get focused. Get colouring. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay, so Luke, what's going on here with the colouring in books? Do you know why are they so popular? Yeah, so there's three main theories. Mm. I tend to number my theories, don't I? You do <laughs> love a number. Yeah. <laughs> when you say three, I'm like, uh, at least it's not five, because because uh, <laughs> that means it's not going to go for as long. <laughs> there are some times where I'm halfway through and I just go, oh, I need to cut this. I need to cut this down. And yeah, the last yeah. the last couple are there's just like twenty five main theories. <laughs> I've checked off. The phone has come out and I'm doing worm. I've got the old Nokia. Is it? (laughs) Snake, sorry, snake, not worm. (laughs) Pull out the colouring book and start off. (laughs) So, the first is that they actually have a genuine calming effect at a physiological level. So, there's a little bit of evidence that in the modern day, we're living more stressed lives and we're a bit bit more distressed. So, mindfulness is this massive trend at the moment Mm. where it's almost becoming... From a cynical perspective, you just attach anything to mindfulness and it will sell because everyone's into mindfulness. Should we change the name of our podcast? The Mindfulness Podcast. Yeah. The, mindfulness. What's what's mindfulness about? No, I don't know. So, essentially, colouring in books are an aid to mindfulness as a way of reducing stress. So, focusing on the here and now and what you're colouring in rather than worrying about the past or the future is kind of the idea. 
there have been some tests that have shown that the act of colouring does shift your brain waves from the more active beta wave to the calmer alpha wave, which yeah. is similar to when you listen to relaxing music. So there is a physiological shift that can happen when you do colouring in. Interestingly, on the MRI, mm. when the waves change, they're actually outside the lines. So <laughs> a bit messy. Come on, <laughs> MRI. <laughs> There's other, like, related to this, there are other ideas around... Because you, you tax up your visual spatial attention, the parts of the brain that are responsible for visual spatial attention are also associated with anxiety and worries. Mm. So if you're occupying that part of the brain, then you're kind of distracting your brain from what might be worrying it. So there's a few other different competing theories. There's also one around repetition. So the act of just repeatedly colouring in is actually calming to the nervous system because it's predictable. So there's a whole bunch of physiological stuff that kind of competing explanations but so one idea is physiologically it genuinely calms us mm. caveat to all of that there is no study that shows you take a group of stressed people and you split them into two you've half coloring half non-coloring there's none of that kind of study if so. you were a pencil seller i would be i'd be funding that study oh yeah definitely <laughs> Try to shift a few more uh, sticks. <laughs> <laughs> They're the lucky winners out of this. They haven't had to produce any new content. Yeah. And they're just selling pencils up the wazoo. They're sitting back. And then textures must be getting a little bit at the end. Because, you know, when people do textures around the outside and then oh, colour in on the yes. inside, textures would be reaping some benefits as well. Yeah. That was yeah. always my favourite technique. It was the thick texture on the outside. Mm. Colour in. Beautiful. Just made it a little bit classier. Yeah. I like it. So that's one theory. That's yeah. one of one of three. Are you, are you still with me? <laughs> well, <laughs> physically, yes. Well, interesting though, you're saying there's no evidence, but um, Carl Jung hmm. actually also prescribed colouring into his patients. True, which is interesting. Yeah, psychology, so not really evidence based as such. However, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm joking, of course. <laughs> so there's the, that explanation. One is has a calming effect. Mm. Explanation two is it's more about just having a bit of downtime. Having some time for yourself, you could really be doing anything in that time, but just to kind of recharge your batteries a little bit. So, I might start a whistling trend. Do you reckon that, that's a similar kind of thing, right? You just sort of focus Ooh. on this thing, you're in your own mind. Yep. Whittling. I, that's a very good idea. Yeah. And it's very hipster too. Very cool. Whittling, is it? I reckon if you were to, if you were to sit in a cafe whittling, oh, you'd people would say bloody hipsters. Yeah, they would. Yeah. It'd be cool though. I might start selling whittling sticks. Little pipe, you could make a little pipe. Yeah, that'd be cute. Okay, that'd be good. No one heard that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave that for me. <laughs> and the third explanation, and this is this is one I actually quite like, is around it evokes a feeling of nostalgia. Hmm. So, happy memories of childhood and that simpler life associated with childhood in the context of these stressful adult lives can evoke lots of positive emotions. And there's some really cool studies where they try to evoke nostalgia in people and it promotes all these positive results around feelings of warmth and positive mood and a perception that you uh, can cope better and that you are more socially connected. And it's, it's really wide-ranging things that come from nostalgia. Mm. So, where the colouring in is tapping into that as well um, is another, another theory. Well, there is a market in... There's a... A movement in America called the Peter Pan market, and it's basically a phenomenon where adults are participating in activities generally thought to be for children. So, colouring in books is a classic. Um, there's also a summer camp for adults, which is where people go out and they do activities and they 
I don't know, have blue light discos. It's just this weird <laughs> thing. Sounds all right. Before we recorded this, I thought, I better know what I'm talking about. So, I went out and I downloaded a uh, a stencil for free <laughs> as a bargain from a stencil. There's a free stencil website. And I didn't know what to what to colour in. So, I decided to get a, a colouring in picture of the Archbishop Desmond Tutu, which <laughs> is... Uh, <laughs> it was good. But I thought I'd go one step further in the whole regression thing and decided to... While I was colouring in, I did a little bit of a wee-wee in my Jimmy Jams. And, uh, you idiot. <laughs> it was pretty comforting, pretty nostalgic. Back to those good old days. Of, uh, Feelings of warmth. Yeah, yeah. I, I walked uh, to get changed. You know how that you put your legs out and just sort of hobble along because you, <laughs> you know when kids wet their pants. Yeah, that's good. I haven't, obviously, I haven't wet my pants since I was a kid. Mm. But I do remember that feeling when you were busting as a kid. Yeah. And then when you pretty much go, I need to go. The relief and the warmth together. There's 10 seconds where it is so nice. You remember how nice that felt for the first 10 seconds? The relief, yeah. The yeah, relief and yeah. the warmth. You're like, this is bloody delightful. Yeah. I have a story uh, where I had, I had weird toilet issues as a kid. And I must have been... It was Friday night tennis, which we used to go to. And I must have been six or seven. Way too old to wet your pants. Mm. But I didn't want to use the toilets because it was a bit dark and I was a bit scared of it. And so, I was uh, playing doubles and held on and then I just did a big wee and there was, was, was a clay court and it was just a big circle <laughs> around me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That's good. That's my story. What's that? That's your story. That's my story. Weed on the clay courts and <laughs> everyone could see it. If it was like a, a cement court or something, maybe I could hide it. There'd be a chance, like a grass court, definitely. No one's going to see, but a clay court... Nah. nah, that's a mud puddle. That's a, mud that is a puddle. muddy puddle. Very embarrassing. Can I say though yeah. that I can actually beat that story? It also involves a tennis court. Yeah, I used to be a ball boy back in the day, as mm. you well know. Mm. We, I was ball boying on. So seven- are you referring to just your round figure, or <laughs> <laughs> when you were okay, an actual ball boy, an actual ball okay, boy? Yeah, center court. There was like one of these touring tournaments. Bit of a crowd. Mm. I was ball boying on center court. Absolutely busting. Middle of the set. Yeah. It's a big deal to ask to come off mid-set. I did not... Um, I didn't know how to go about the situation. Mm. Long story short, ended up doing a bit of a piddle on centre court while ball boying. Okay. Massive puddle on my feet. And then one of the people on the sidelines saw what happened and said, come off. So, then I had to essentially run through my own puddle of wee... Off the centre court, because it was a hard court. Yeah. And there was wee footprints. (laughs) Wee prints. Exiting out the court. Really? So, you couldn't even pretend it was someone else, because it had a direct trace from where I was standing to where I was then standing. (laughs) Which is footsteps all the way up to the change (laughs) rooms. Some people prefer to leave breadcrumbs as a trail. Yeah. No, no. Wee footprints. Yeah, nice. That is the way to do it. (laughs) That's awful. Wow. Oh, well. And I assume you had feelings of nostalgia at that point? Yes, I did. Even as a six-year-old, I was remembering. MRI changes were rampant on that. There's <laughs> alpha waves of, of the chest. All over the place. There's some really interesting, you know, they've moved beyond just the standard colour in a flower, colour in a pattern. Mm. Some of the colouring in books I saw, my favourite, is the most random book I've ever come across. It's called Unicorns Are Jerks. 
It's a colouring book exposing the cold, hard, sparkly truth about unicorns. Where every page is sitting saying, yeah, sure, unicorns are mysterious and magical, but they can be real jerks sometimes. Such as texting in theatres, fighting in elevators, eating your leftovers, and genuinely acting like jerks. And then the one page I saw had a picture of a unicorn at McDonald's. And there was a quote under it saying, Unicorns talk you into driving them to McDonald's. And when you get there, they say, I'm not actually hungry and eat all your fries instead of ordering your own. <laughs> That's really funny, actually. <laughs> that is so weird, but actually quite good. That is really good. I saw one which was a picture of this guy and the title was Hipster or Homeless. And you basically... Oh, there's two guys, sorry. One was called Hipster or Homeless. It was a picture of the same picture, um, but twice on the page. Mm. One person you had to colour in to look trendy and like a hipster, and the other person you had to make look like a homeless person. Oh, jeez. It was weird. And it said, colour in the individual to make him invisible to society. (laughs) (laughs) That was the... Yeah. (laughs) Far out. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other thing is, I don't know if you came across this, but there was a whole little subculture of adult colorinas that do adult adult coloring in. Have you <laughs> come across that? Oh, that's a whole thing. That's weird. It's <laughs> there's coloring in illustrations of, of naked people. Yeah, like, or like a big penis or something. They'll just be coloring that in. I'm like, what's the skill in that? It's just the pink pencil. What's that about? <laughs> Have you, have you seen them? It's, it's just, just like literally the whole the, page is a massive econo- long. Yeah, yeah, Google it. You can Google it. It's the economical way. You use one coloured pencil, done. It's cheap, <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> you don't have to waste money on a whole pencil set. So that's adult colouring in books and some ideas around why they are so popular. And some embarrassing stories of us uh, weeing our pants. <laughs> 